Amid the quarantine, I curated conversations ranging from mental health, personal growth, race relations, marriage, and church leadership. Of the 110 conversations, here's my top 15. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to season one. Today is our third and final uh, conversation on marriage. Last week, you shared a statement how sex starts in the kitchen. True. Which, um, it got our attention. I can tell you that much. I've been spending a lot of time in the kitchen. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, like Brian said, this is where it starts. I'm like, I'm the only one here. Just, and, uh, out. <laughs> just, just in case, just in case. <laughs> Oh man, I've had so much fun. I've had so much fun with that statement. Kelly and my wife Kelly and I have just laughed so much about it. So uh hey man, finish this up, man. What are we gonna go after today to, to round this out? Yeah. So just a, a bit more on connection, a little bit on uh on team, which is also a part of of that connection building. So, you know, last week we sort of laid the groundwork for for some of the things that were really important, being present, showing up, you know not losing your inertia before you walk in the door or before you, you know, check out of your um, last meeting or whatever. Ninth inning. The ninth inning, dude. So, That's right. so yeah, good, good. Yeah. I find it super helpful myself. And so, so this week we're just going to kind of look at some practicals, you know, uh, how do, how do we, how do we make, how do we give this some legs? So the first piece that I think is really important to look at is building structure into our intentional reaches toward each other. So if we're going to connect on a regular basis, it's, it's not going to be accidentally, right? You may have accidentally met your special someone, uh, you know, walking along the road or, you know, at, at some event or something like that. And, and that was great. You know, God, God gave you a special uh, unintentional moment that he made intentional. We have a lot of responsibility to be intentional thereafter. So uh, we can't just wait for all of the moments to happen. Mm. Um, so much stuff going on all the time around us. If, if, you were to, if I were to open most of your calendars, they're probably pretty full. Um, and even if they're not full, um, you know, one of the problems about an empty calendar is it's like, well, there is stuff going on, but I'm not putting it in my calendar. So, so there's, there's this reality that um, without structure, we lose a lot of ground on intentionality, mm. right? So some of us that don't use our calendars very well, we might look at the days and go, how did the day get away from us? I thought, you know, I thought something was going to happen, right? Or other people say, well, I couldn't fit another thing in. I just had so much on my calendar. Um, our, our marriages are, are critical uh, to, be, to be giving as much or more structural attention to as anything else in our lives. So, so to give an example, um, you know, if, if we have a, a lunch date scheduled with, uh, with our spouse and our boss calls a meeting, <coughs> um, okay, well, any, anybody who's free needs to be at this meeting. Well, am, am I free 
or do I already have a previous engagement? Do I have a meeting, right? I have all these different things in my calendar. I've got, I've got meetings, I've got soccer practice for the kids, I've got all these things, and these things make it to the calendar. But time with my spouse is, well, we find it in the cracks on the fly. And there's no reason that we can't schedule our time with our spouse the same way that we would schedule anything else and hold it as fast as we would anything else. There's nothing inappropriate about telling your boss or anybody else, hey, I've got a lunch meeting. I can't be there. Um, so, so being really intentional about this, and we, I touched on this last week that you know, sometimes I think we're afraid that we lose spontaneity when we use structure right and you know the the fact of the matter is is that you can have all kinds of spontaneity within structure it can still be it can still be romantic it's it can still be meaningful and and the example that i used is um none of us hesitate to make a reservation for a restaurant that we want to go to right oh you know my spouse and i we've really been wanting to try um, such and such a restaurant's hard to get into. It takes a month to get a reservation. Okay, well, let's just get it on the books. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it didn't take away from the experience that we scheduled a month out. Why? Well, because it was important to us. It was meaningful to us. We wanted to connect in that context, and so it worked, right? So, so the same thing is true of making time to pray together, making time to. Um, uh, you know, have a game night, making time to have a, a consistent date night on the schedule. I, I, I really highly encourage weekly. Uh, mm. And that doesn't have to be always going out. That can be, you know, get the kids in bed and spend a couple of hours just being intentional with each other. Mm. Um, but even, this might sound strange, but even scheduling sex is not inappropriate and not, and not crazy. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my calendar out. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, because what, what we're saying when we schedule stuff is we're saying, it's really important to me that I connect with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to be near you. I long for you. I'm, I'm excited to be around you so much so that I'm setting this time aside to make that happen. So it's all in how you frame it. Um, because not every season allows for spontaneity the way that we've got sort of it, it wired in our brains for it to be, but that does not take anything away. Mm. So um, we've, we've really got to get good at guarding our time. And the only way we're going to do that is with structure. That's good, man. Um, so uh, I will mention a little, little uh, aside here, um, a, a spiritual connection piece. A, a lot of marriages find this one tough. Um, because maybe, maybe we're not particularly consistent in our personal spiritual lives, you know, maybe, you know, we pray and but we don't have a nece necessarily a rhythm. And so getting that going with another human being, especially our spouse, you know, at the end of the day, when all we want to do is wind down, watch a little Netflix and go to bed, um, is, um, you know, build, building something specific. And, and so let's make it really easy. Uh, there is a there's a book that I'll recommend. It's a it's a tiny book. It's, it's probably it's probably this big, and it's you know it's it's that thick. Hmm. Um, and it's a uh, it's a my book kind, written my kind of book. <laughs> that's right. 
It's it's a book written by psychologist couple, married couple, Les and Leslie Parrott. Oh, yeah. Um, they're they're really, really good, solid Christian psychologists. And they, they wrote a little book called Hold Me Tight. Huh. And I'm sorry, no, that's not right. Uh, Hold Me Tight was the book I recommended by Stu Johnson. I'm sorry. Hold Pillow me. Talk. Oh, Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. Yes. Sorry. Totally got that wrong. Pillow Talk. Um, and Pillow Talk, uh, each day is about a page and a half devotional. Now, remember, it's only this big. So a page and a half <laughs> is nothing. Little quick thought for couples to reflect on together. One little question to talk about. Uh, a verse from the scriptures to reflect on and a little prayer, maybe, maybe five minutes and it's 30 days of it. Hmm. If you're looking for something to kind of jumpstart a more intentional spiritual connection piece, that's a great one. And it doesn't have to be done at bedtime. Just find a time that is, you know, is a place that you can guard and mark off five minutes of your day to spend together that way. It's great. I just saw that uh, Alex Bryjack. Thank you, Alex, for um, uh, managing and leading all the comments this morning. She just put the link to that book in the comments. Uh, about 70% of you don't watch uh, Live at 8, Live at 8. And so you'll watch us at some other point. You can just go to johnpeacock.com, click on resources, and uh, we will have that book for you there at johnpeacock.com on resources, as well as a whole bunch of other resources for you. So very cool. I'm going to check that out. Cool. Yeah, it's a good book. My wife and I have gone through it. It's cool. Um, so uh, another thing that is helpful to think about in terms of connection is team. Um, you know, think about a, uh, a sand volleyball uh, team, you know, a two-person team, right? Uh, if, if you're going to play well, there have to be verbals, there have to be nonverbals, uh, there, there has to be constant communication going on that helps bring clarity to what team is in that moment, right? right and signals behind their back, whatever, yes. right? Brian, what? This is a quick, quick question for all all that are watching today. As Brian just said, picture a team playing sand volleyball. It's a question. This is a, this is a really trivia. What movie? What movie starring? I don't even want to give it away who, who it starts. It's going, to be, it's going to be too obvious. I think I initials know TC. Yeah. Initials TC. What movie comes to mind? I would be interested to see if anyone can, can guess. There, we'll there might be a sequel coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know. There it is. Yeah. Wendy Peacock, the winner, Top Gun. So, oh my gosh. Right when you just said sand volleyball, I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, yeah. I can see that scene right now. Uh, so good. And we're seeing how old people are. Those that are under the age of 35. <laughs> that would not be me. That's fun. <laughs> Solid. Love it. All right. Keep, keep yeah. going. Sorry. Sorry, but that's just, no, that, keep going. That, that was a worthwhile tangent. Yes. Um, so, uh, Im <coughs> imagine if a team, uh, a sand volleyball team, uh, never, never called. I got it hmm. because they always assume that someone else had the ball. Right. If if we work off of that assumption, then we're going to be constantly frustrated with each other because, well, I thought you had it. I thought you were taking care of that. Um, and and so we need to be uh, we need to be proactive about, OK, well, 
what's our what's our playbook how how do we handle this who how do we know when you know when we need to call out and let each other know when do we need to call an audible all of those things we um we tend to fly by the seat of our pants on this stuff and um and communication is just absolutely critical and um if we don't a lot of balls are going to get dropped Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to be pointing the finger at each other what, what we want is we want to be a unified front. And I'll, I'll give you a picture that I learned, of, uh, I, I learned for this um, in parenting that is really, really helpful, both in instructing my kids and just in just the mentality of my wife and I. Um, we, uh, we learned uh, this, this picture. Hmm. Mommy and daddy are like this. Okay. What this, so, so if my, my youngest asks for, you know, a cookie and I say no, and she goes over and walks over to my wife and says, um, can I have a cookie? Well, what did daddy say? No. Well, mommy and daddy are like this. And, and so it's, it's working on developing this mentality how excited do we get when we're on a team and we're playing well right there's all kinds of high fives pats on the butt it's a naturally it's a naturally connective thing and and to do that there has to be there has to be a game plan so it, it doesn't have to be overly complicated but there need to be a few key markers of what what does team look like for us what does team look like um before kids, what does team look like after kids? The playbook has to change, right? But, but we have to have some idea of team. If you've never had that conversation before, uh, you, you, need, you need to sit down and, and have a conversation. How, how do we handle things like um, you know, managing household expectations? How do we, how do we manage money together? Um, you know, and uh, if you need help with some of that stuff, and, you know, you guys might be speaking foreign language to each other at the moment. Uh, that's worth sitting down and, and talking through with someone, helping someone build that playbook with you. So um, don't, if, if you find that, boy, we're not naturally a really good team, well, that's because team is hard. <laughs> you, you have to work super hard at it. So if you need help, recruit a coach on it. That's it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, so um, I, I want to talk a, a little bit more about how we connect on each other's terms. Hmm. Um, and um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a coarse lens and a fine lens look at this. So coarse lens, if you think of a microscope, um, you know, you're, you're using the, the, the bigger part to just kind of kind of find the object, right? And then you use the fine lens to really kind of sharpen the, sharpen the image, okay? Um, so coarse lens stuff, we use a lot of coarse lens stuff in our world. Um, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, all that stuff. Stuff's great. Um, it's, uh, it has its limitations though, because as we talked about a couple of episodes ago, um, you're the one and only John Peacock, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, it's, you're, you're not just the, you know, the explanation of, of certain um, 
certain tools. There's, mm. there's, there's some fine lens work that we have to do on that. Okay. Um, so, so course lens stuff is great, but we, we have to be continuing to listen and learn mm. um, both of ourselves and our spouse. So, so let's look at a course lens piece that's really helpful for a lot of people. And that is uh, a, a guy named Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. And, and this is a, a super helpful frame as a, as a course lens. Let's, let's, get, let's get our head around it. Let's rough out the edges here um, and get a good jump on this, okay? And so Gary Chapman suggested that there are five different ways that we desire to be loved. He said there's acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, and quality time. And he suggested that most of us, you know, really have one or two of those that make our hearts sing. It doesn't mean that we don't enjoy all of them, um, but, but that one or two of them really resonate with us. Uh, and, and by and large, that's, that's pretty true. Um, and here's the thing that we get stuck on is... You know, so, so my, the, the ones that stand out for me are physical touch and words of affirmation. Those, those are really what resonate with me. A, a hug and a, you know, I really appreciate you are going to go a lot further for me than, you know, some of the other stuff that you, you might do for me. Um, doesn't mean I don't appreciate the other things. Doesn't mean that it's not meaningful. Really can connect with my heart. But those things, um, those things really mean the most to me. Mm. And, um and so uh, what, what we tend to do is give what we want. <laughs> and that, that can get us in a little bit of trouble because then we get frustrated. Hey, I'm really reaching toward my spouse. I'm trying to connect and it's falling flat. Well, yes. if, if my spouse's love language is different than mine, and I just try to keep giving my spouse my, my love language, mm. then I'm missing the mark for my spouse. I'm my, my, the effort is there. The intention is there. Um, but I haven't really given thought to what's going to connect for my spouse. And that's the critical piece. Now, the reason I, I preface this by saying this is course lens stuff is because let's say your spouse says, well, acts of service and quality time are my, my two you know, main love languages. Okay, cool. Got it. I could shut my brain off for the rest. I just need to do those two things. Now I get my spouse. Hmm. No, no, it doesn't work that way. You don't get your spouse <laughs> because um, Gary Chapman gave you some language for a couple of pieces of your spouse that are really important to them. You, you now understand uh, that you can bring some intentionality to those two pieces. You still have to become the greatest student of your spouse mm -hmm. that, any, that wow. anybody has ever been. Wow. Okay. So, so that's where the fine lens comes in. And uh, I give this exercise to people all the time and, and it can be very, very helpful. Um, what I suggest that people do is use something called a care list. Hmm. A care list says it, it's, it's very simple. It starts with, I would feel cared for if dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Okay. And, and in no particular order, what, what I ask people to do is, is write down 
the things that make them feel cared for, specific things. So let's look at a, a few, like here, like here's easy one. Here's an easy one. I would feel cared for if you kissed me when you walked in the door. Hmm. Okay, that's, that's pretty simple, right? Uh, I would feel cared for if you turned off the kitchen light when you leave the kitchen. Cool, that, that's pretty easy. I know, John, you're not really into leaving the kitchen right now, but if you were leaving the kitchen. If I were leaving the kitchen. If you were leaving the kitchen. Um, so those are, those are easy ones, right? Um, how about sort of a, a middle ground one? I would feel cared for if you would plan something specific for a date. Hmm. Something more than just dinner and a movie. Um, okay, I mean, that, that takes a little bit more forethought. Uh, that, that would really make my spouse feel cared for. Okay, I get that, okay. Um, how about a harder one? Um, I would feel cared for if you would um, stand in my corner um, when we're with your parents. Ooh, uh, uh, that's a big ask. <laughs> um, that, that, one's, that one's tougher. I have a lot of history with those people. There's a lot writing on that. <laughs> um, but, but these kinds of things often go unsaid in clear enough ways for us to address them effectively. Mm -hmm. They get said, but they get said in fights. They get said in maybe passive aggressive sort of ways. They, they get said in the things that aren't said, but we don't get specific enough to say, here's, here's what my heart needs. Here's some specifics. Let me, let me give you some actual specifics. Um, the key to these, by the way, if you want to try this at home, I, I usually with, with uh, couples, I'll have them send these things to me so I can proofread them and, and help them out a bit. Um, but uh, the key to these is um, they need to be positively stated. So I, I would feel cared for if you would stop being a stupid jerk is not going to do it, right? <laughs> to translate that, it would be more something like, I would feel cared for if you would uh, be more intentional about the way that you talk to me, right? That would be appropriate. N notice all of the examples that I've given uh, are also um, pretty short, sweet to the point. They're specific, but they're not overly wordy. They're not overly specific. I would feel cared for if you would plan a date for uh, a date for me every third Wednesday of the month between the hours of 6.15 and 6.27 p.m. I mean, if you get that specific, uh, it's, it's overwhelming. It's not helpful, right? But, but we need to be specific enough um, and check, hey, this is an opportunity. If you, guys, if you guys do these things, if you write this care list and you exchange it with each other, it's an opportunity to, um, to check in. Okay, let, let, me, let me reflect back to you what I think I'm hearing you ask. You said, I would feel cared for if you spent more quality time. Okay, that's really, that's kind of general. Um, what does quality time mean? Hmm. You know? Oh, well, what I'm really getting at is I would feel cared for if you would put your phone down when we're talking. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay, I understand that. Um, and and then you exchange these. And by the way, there's no race with this stuff. Success in a care list is not 
um, well, we both choose to do the hardest thing on the care list first, or we all we do all of them the first week. Success in a care list is just as a as a marker, any any one thing on your spouse's care list once. We're building toward intentionality. Yes. Yep. So that's that's more of a fine lens look. Really good, man. It's really good. Hey, if you guys are just tuning in, um, Brian's kind of <clears throat> rounding third, heading towards home in the sense of helping us really with um, a couple of things, a little bit of a wider lens uh, is around the five love languages and that's super helpful. Let's use that, but then let's zoom in by creating a care list. I feel cared for when, man, that's, and be specific, positively state these, get some momentum, don't try to accomplish it all, the entire list. Is there any coaching on how many <clears throat> items to put on this care list? I would start with maybe five to eight. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't get too much further right. than that. This is, I love how actionable this is. And uh, this is definitely something that me and Kelly are gonna do. I mean, I could write that on a note card, put that on a mirror. I put that in a place where I can see it. Yeah. It's, this is good stuff, bro. Yeah. Well, and think about if, if we're attending to the, the love language thing, right? Kind of big picture course lens stuff, right? Okay. I'm, I'm trying to be aware of quality time. I'm trying to be just in general. And, and then I'm also getting really specific on some specific things that my spouse has expressed, make them feel cared for. Now, now I'm kind of, I'm kind of hitting a big picture and, you know, I'm kind of hitting it on a macro and a micro level at the same time. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where we want to be it. We don't want to be, um, really specifically attentive once in a while. Um, but miss the big picture and we, we don't want to, you know, be on the big picture, but never notice the specifics. We've, we've got to be attentive to both. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to watch this episode, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute and love without stopping.